Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In life, there's a saying that says, follow the money. But maybe that's not the best saying when it comes to the Biden crime family. Maybe it's just check the travel logs and see how often the Biden crime family members were traveling on the government dime with daddy to go meet with shady people around the world they were about to get paid from. That is now what is being said by House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer and Representative Byron Donalds. They have now written not only a letter to the National Archives, but also they're demanding records from the administration for unrestricted access, they are now calling for, for Air Force Two records from when Joe Biden was in fact the vice president. Now, the Biden investigation, this is the new phase of it, they say, as Republicans are saying, look, we can figure out a lot of when you guys were getting paid, how you were getting paid, and who was paying for that travel by giving us the Air Force Two records from Biden's time as the vice president. How can we do this? Because we have all the data and we have all the bank accounts and we have the suspicious activity reports of the money that was coming in. And that's exactly why James Comer and Byron Donalds, a member of the committee, wrote a letter to the National Archives and Records Administration requesting, quote, unrestricted access to the Air Force Two records from when Joe Biden was vice president the entire time. The letter references reporting from Fox News, which shows that Hunter Biden traveled with his father to now what we know at least is confirmed to over 15 different countries on Air Force Two. Not bad for a guy that was never talking business with his son. It also cited testimony before the committee from Hunter Biden's former business associate, Devin Archer, who alleges that they then met with another business associate for coffee in Beijing to get a major deal done. Because of these two instances, James Comer and Donalds are requesting unrestricted special access under the Presidential Records Act, known as the PRA, to certain records related to then-Vice President Biden's foreign travel with his family on Air Force Two and Marine Two from the National Archives. Specifically, and this is where you know they have a big lead, the two congressmen are requesting all documents and communications from the executive office of the president regarding Hunter Biden and, listen carefully, his former business associate, Archer, as well as Eric Swearin, as well as Jeffrey Cooper, all relating to Air Force Two or Marine Two travel during the eight years 
that Joe Biden was the vice president of the United States of America. They weren't just whoring it out, okay, our airplanes and our air travel. To his son, he was whoring it out to his business partners. Why? Because, well, they were all partners with Joe Biden. He is the big guy, and without him, none of them had these jobs. Now, we also found out that they are also requesting all Air Force Two and Marine Two manifests that include a Biden family member. This is clearly expanding beyond Hunter Biden. From January the 20th of 2009 to January the 20th of 2017. And all documents and communications about any security incidences on Air Force Two or Marine Two during the same time frame. Now, let's read into that just for a moment so you understand. There have been rumors that there were certain incidences that took place when Hunter Biden and others were traveling uh, on Air Force Two. No one has really talked about that. But what this tells me is somebody that was on that plane has now gone on the record with the investigators to say, yes, this happened or that happened. Now, it wouldn't be insane based on what we know from Hunter Biden's laptop and his pictures, his own timeline for him to have some sort of episode while traveling with his father, whether it be drug induced or sobering out. We just don't know. But it's interesting now that they feel confident enough to say they're requesting, again, I'm going to read it, their exact quote, all documents and communications about any security incidents on Air Force Two or Marine Two during the same time frame. Quote, then Vice President Joe Biden abused Air Force Two by allowing his son to jet set around the world to sell the brand to enrich the Biden family. Comer has now said in this new statement. This is yet another example of then-Vice President Biden abusing his public office for his family's financial gain. There must be accountability for the abuse of taxpayer-funded resources. Now, the committee has been investigating President Joe Biden, as you know, since the beginning of Congress. While they have proven that Joe Biden's family members received millions and millions from foreign entities, they've also proven that Joe Biden, while he was the vice president, met in person with several of his son's business associates and spoke on the phone with them at least 20 times over the span of a decade with another associate. We would assume there was more phone calls where daddy was put on speakerphone when that associate wasn't present. But that's at least from his testimony alone. There has been no proof that Biden himself profited from these interactions or his family's foreign business deals is what the left will tell you. Why? Because they're going to say, well, this had nothing to do with Joe Biden. He knew nothing about it. If you believe that, you're an idiot. Now, according to Archer's testimony, the phone calls, they say, quote, never included business talk. This is how they're saying it. Rather, it was about the weather and the niceties. I think we can all agree that's just stupid. It did help Hunter Biden sell the Biden brand, is what Devin Archer said which was that he had access to very powerful people, such as his father, who was then the vice president. Now, the evidence also shows that Biden interacted with Hunter Biden's business associates and that his family received money from Chinese companies, which also contradicts Biden's past statements. In other words, he's a scumbag liar. Quote, the walls are closing in on the Biden family due to consistent and diligent efforts by House Republicans who followed the money 
conducted meticulous interviews and hearings and uncovered undeniable corruption, is what Byron Donald said in his statement. He also went on to say, I'm very proud to partner with the Chairman Comer on this latest undertaking to expose then-Vice President Biden's gross misuse of Air Force Two and Marine Two to benefit his family's enterprise. Now, this request comes at a time when the House is contemplating whether to take up an impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden. Speaker Kevin McCarthy has said the House could start one as early as September when they get back from August recess. But he also said on Fox Business earlier this month that whether or not they open up an impeachment inquiry rests solely on the Biden administration. And if they comply with the House request for documents and interviews, then things could change. Quote, if they provide us with the documents, there wouldn't be a need for an impeachment inquiry, McCarthy said. But if they withhold the documents and fight like they have now to not provide to the American public what they deserve to know, we will move forward with impeachment inquiry when we come back into session. I think it's very clear that this White House is going to say, pound sand, we're not going to give you anything. We're going to do whatever the hell we want to do, whenever we want to do it, however we want to do it. This is, by the way, a level of abuse of power that we have not seen in modern political times. The rules about family traveling with you uh, are very clear. I know people, I'll give you an example, okay? Uh, I, I, I'm going to keep names out of this because that part doesn't really matter, but I have several friends or former cabinet secretaries, member, members of a president's you know, cabinet, and the rules were clear. If you flew with on on a private plane a u.s government plane at the time you had to pay for uh, the equivalent of a first class ticket for that person now this rule was a very strict rule and there were some times where people got angry let me give you an example of that if you were the um, lone survivor as they call it the person that is kept outside of Washington when the cabinet is meeting uh, and the Supreme Court for the continuity of government for a state of the union or joint session speech to Congress. They send one member of the cabinet that's in line to 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 be president right uh, away on purpose in case something horrific ever happened in the Capitol. When that cabinet member would fly and, and this is part of their job and their wife would presumably or husband would fly with them, they had to pay out of their own pocket for the equivalent of a first-class ticket. The reason why they're asking for these travel logs is to see, number one, did they abuse that? I would assume they did. Number two, it is completely out of bounds to be flying business associates of your son with your son on business trips when they're going to shake down people around the world. All right, let me tell you real quick about an amazing company called Patriot Mobile. For 10 years, they have been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And when I say only, trust me, they're the only one. Glenn and the team have been great supporters of this show, which is why I'm proud to partner with Patriot Mobile. They offer you dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the leftist agenda. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending the message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and our military, our veterans, and first responder heroes. 
They have a 100% U.S.-based customer service team, making switching easy. You get to keep your same cell phone number, keep your same phone that you have right now, keep your same phone, or upgrade to a new one, and their team will help you find the best plan for your needs and save you real money. You got a small business? They can cover all that as well. All you need to do is go to patriotmobile.com slash ferguson. PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson or call them 878-PATRIOT. That's 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use the promo code Ferguson. Join me and make the switch today and protect our values and stand for them with every phone call. PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson or 878-PATRIOT. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. There's something else about family members bringing friends or even business associates, which is even more shocking on Air Force Two or Marine Two and, and, and around the world on, on, on 20 plus trips, right? Or who knows how many it actually is. Think about what the people you're trying to shake down see. And I'm talking about access to power. Hey, all right, I'm going to China. Hunter, you come with me. Get your other business partner to come with me. You guys can then tell them, hey, I'm flying over on Air Force Two with my dad. We want to meet with you while he's in China, while he's in Beijing, or while he's in Ukraine, or while he's in um, you know, Romania, or while he's in Mexico. That sends an unbelievably clear message that my dad, you're buying access to and favors from, he knows what's going on because I'm not only just getting on the fight with my dad, I'm bringing business people with them as well, right? Like, I, I, like I'm, I'm bringing business individuals with us that you're about to do business with. I don't know how much stronger of a play in business you could make if that is your business that, of selling access, right? You're selling access, okay? I, I honestly... Do not know what better way to show that you're not screwing around and that this is a legitimate business scheme that we're running than to walk off of Air Force Two or Marine Two with the vice president, with your business partner walking off with you. And then you go to lunch or dinner and you say, hey, yeah, I'm here. Let's talk business. Yeah, I'm here with my dad. Let's talk access. What do you need from the U.S. government? Tell me what your problem is, and let me tell you how I think I can fix it. All right, I've got six hours until I get back on the plane with my dad, flying back on Marine 2, or then on to Air Force 2, back to America. So let me know what you need right now, and let me see what I can do for you. You have a business associate that's with you, that's involved in this scheme. So you add all of that up, and it's very clear this is one of those holy crap moments. Now, this also brings me to something else. Uh, A friend of mine, and we have epic battles on TV, Piers Morgan. He had this to say about the Biden brand. 
Um, and specifically, he's relating it back to Ukraine. Now, look, Piers Morgan, I want to be clear, and, and Donald Trump used to be friends. They, they can't stand each other now. Uh, his politics and I are very different, but sometimes he hits the nail on the head. And I give him credit when he does. I want you to hear what Piers Morgan, this is not some partisan conservative, okay? This is a guy that attacks Donald Trump now all the time. But listen to what he said about the Biden brand and what they were doing in Ukraine and, and financially how important it was to them. The whole thing just stinks. And I think with any political scandal, you go back right to the start. What's the nugget? What's the fact? The, what's the catalyst for all of this? And the catalyst for this is that Hunter Biden, with zero experience, possibly less, lands a job on the board of a major Ukrainian energy company. And he gets paid $83,333 a month to offer his zero expertise to this Ukrainian energy company. Just when his father is vice president of the United States with special responsibility for Ukraine. If you just take that one fact at the start of this scandal, that is corruption. So everything that follows is unsurprising to me because you know there's a scandal. You know it's corruption. You know that Hunter Biden got that job because of his dad. You know they're making loads of money as a family. The Biden brand was fleecing Ukraine for gazillions. Well, we can add something. I mean, he's right. The Biden brand was fleecing Ukraine for, as he put it, gazillions. Now, we don't know exactly how much money... But what we do know is every estimate that has come out has been wrong or has been too low. The amount of money that we have that we know about right now, keyword that we know about right now, is that it's north of 30, 40, 50 million. And the one thing that James Comer has been saying pretty clearly over and over again. And, and Jim Jordan is that we're not done yet. Like, we keep finding money. And we're not finding, like, 50000 here and twenty five, which is, by the way, a significant amount of money. Don't get me wrong. But they keep finding millions. Millions. Greg Kelly said this on Newsmax about this, uh, about the claims on an audio tape containing controversial evidence. Biden's corruption exists and will be released to the public. A lot of people talking about this. Listen carefully. But he hasn't seen the half of it yet. There is an audio tape, I am told, by people in the know, uh, not necessarily in government, not necessarily out of government. I can't say too much. Um, but there is incontrovertible evidence of Joe Biden's corruption that is about to be made public. It's not going to happen tomorrow. It's not going to happen before Labor Day, but it will happen sometime between Labor Day and Halloween. This tape will be made public. I'm not sure by what entity at this point, but once it is heard, Joe Biden will have, well, he'll have only two options. Number one, he will not be able to remain a candidate for the presidency for re-election. It will be over and done with. The only thing that mm, he might be able to do, potentially, but probably not, is remain as president. I am told this tape is that incriminating, and they're worried about it right now at the White House. They know about it. They know it's out there. There may be more than one, and it makes a lot of sense. By the way, I don't know if this is true or not, 
But the reason why I played it for you is because I wouldn't be surprised at all based on what we know right now. Right. And there's not just that. Jonathan Turley was asked about this as well, just in general about what the media accepts. Right. Biden has 5,000 secret emails. And Jonathan Turley said this about the immediate media. They're just like accepting like, yeah, no big deal. Yeah, this is normal. Yeah, there's no fire here. The, the whole house is on fire. And they're like, no, no, there's no fire. Now the media is willing to accept that indeed Hunter Biden was running an influence peddling operation. Uh, but they insist that he was just selling the illusion of influence and access. Well, how do we know that? Do you just assume that? These emails go could go a long way to determining what was a deliverable and whether it went beyond an illusion. Now, you hear that, and I got to bring up another part of a new story for you. Burisma's Devin Archer, that is the former, okay, best friend and business associate of Hunter Biden, we now have learned, met with then-Secretary of State John Kerry just weeks before Victor Sokin was fired. Now, I played this on the show the other day, and if you missed it, go back and listen to it. Victor Sokin told Fox News in a new interview that he believes he was fired due to the Burisma probe. Like, simply put, that's why he was fired. And Hunter Biden's former business partner and fellow Burisma board member, remember, it wasn't just Hunter on the board as they were funneling the money for the big guy. It was also Devin Archer. Devin Archer was on the board. And we're now told that not only was he on the board making his $5 million plus million, but Devin Archer met with the then-acting Secretary of State John Kerry just weeks before the Ukrainian prosecutor who was investigating Burisma was fired in 2016. That former Ukrainian prosecutor, Sokin, who was fired on March the 29th of 2016. Well, guess what? Less than four weeks after Archer met with John Kerry at the State Department, so this official meeting in our State Department in Washington, D.C., according to State Department emails have now been revealed, Victor Sokin was fired. What did the email say? Devin Archer's coming to see to coming to CS today, referring to the Secretary of State, John Kerry at 3 p.m. Need someone to meet slash greet him at C Street. Reads the redacted email on March the 2nd of 2016, which was previously released via the Freedom of Information Act. Devin Archer had that meeting. Why with the Secretary of State? Well, we now can confirm. That the S refers to Kerry based on multiple other email communications from the same people. It's unclear, by the way, what Archer and or Kerry were discussing at the meeting or whether Burisma came up in the conversation. But what we know is Devin Archer was on the board of Burisma. And what we know is they were hired to get the prosecutor fired. Why? Because they were representing the big guy. At the time of the meeting... Devin Archer and Hunter Biden have been sitting on the board of Burisma for about two years. And then Vice President Joe Biden had recently wrapped up a trip to Ukraine where he threatened to withhold $1 billion in U.S. aid if Ukrainian officials didn't fire Viktor Sokin, claiming he was too lax on prosecuting corruption, which we know is, well, a total cover-up. When the email was first released back in 2019... Senators Chuck Grassley and Ron Johnson expressed concerns about the meeting and sent a letter to then-Secretary of State Pompeo requesting all records from the meeting in addition to other meetings. 
including Hunter's 2015 meeting with Anthony Blinken, now the Secretary of State. So during an interview on Sunday with Fox News, Sokin said he was fired at Biden's insistence because of his investigation to Burisma, a claim the White House, of course, has disputed. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Victor Sokin said, and he's been saying this now for a while, he's just now getting the coverage he deserves in the U.S. He said, look, I've said repeatedly in my previous interviews that then-Ukrainian President Poroshenko fired me. Why? At the insistence of the then-Vice President Biden. Because I was investigating Burisma. Poroshenko understood, and so did Vice President Biden, that I ha- that, that had I continued to oversee the Burisma investigation, we would have found the facts about the corrupt activities that they were engaged in. That included both Hunter Biden and Devin Archer, and listen carefully to what Sokin says, and others. Now, who's he referring to? We don't know yet, but now we're starting to connect some of these dots. In a statement to Fox News, the White House pointed to indications, quote, that Sokin was fired because he had been too soft on corruption. That's not true. The White House also stated that Sokin's office had not been investigating Burisma or Hunter at the time of his ouster in March 2016. And it pointed to three reports published within weeks of each other in 19 by the Washington Post, if you want to believe them. They're the same people that told you the Russian collusion was real, by the way, and authentic. The Associated Press, they also lied to you for four years about Russian collusion. And the New York Times, the New York Times actually knew that the Steele dossier was created by the DNC and Hillary Clinton, and they still report it as fact. They all claim that Sokin's office wasn't investigating Burisma. Now, Archer did say in a closed-door interview with the House Oversight Committee in July that amid pressure from Sokin's office and other entities investigating Burisma, and again, this is a guy that was sitting on the board of Burisma, so he would know, Company's leaders, company leaders clearly turned to Hunter for help. Those are his words, and he was in the room on the board of Burisma. He went on to say that Hunter and Burisma executives called D.C. in December of 2015, just days before the vice president's trip to Ukraine to ask the Obama administration to help get Sokin fired. 
So Burisma executives were calling D.C. with Hunter and saying, just days before Daddy's getting on the trip to Ukraine, saying, hey, you got to help get Sokin fired. And what did, what did he do? We know the famous tape now. You're not getting the loan guarantee. You're not getting the billion dollars. That's what Barack, I mean, that's what Joe Biden said. And then what did the president say of Ukraine? You don't have that authority. He goes, yeah, he does. Call, call the president. He'll tell you the same thing. You're not getting the billion dollars. I'm leaving here in six hours, right? That's what, that's what Biden said. It's a shakedown. And if the prosecutor isn't fired, you're not getting the money. And then what did he say? Son of a bee. He got fired. Now, we also know that Burisma executive emailed Hunter Biden and Devin Archer and fellow Hunter associate Eric Swearin in early November of 2015. This is a fact. About a revised proposal and contract, an initial invoice for Burisma Holdings for lobbying firm Blue Star Strategies. Hunter repeatedly connected Burisma with Blue Star Strategies to help the energy firm fight corruption charges leveled against their owner. And he said the email that the ultimate purpose of the agreement with Blue Star Strategies, Strategies was to shut down, quote, any cases slash pursuits against... Nikolai in Ukraine, referring to the owner. He went by Nikolai. Now, if you go to the emails that were coming from Burisma, let me just read you one of them we have and we know about. When they were hiring Blue Star Strategies and and obviously the Biden family, they said in their own email, quote, the scope of work should also include organization of a visit of a number of widely recognized and influential current and or former U.S. policymakers to Ukraine in November, aiming to conduct meetings with and bring positive-slash-signal message and support on Nikolai's issue to the Ukrainian top officials above with the ultimate purpose to close down for any cases-slash-pursuits against Nikolai in Ukraine. That is in writing, folks. And this wasn't the first time that a Burisma board member, by the way, met with a top State Department official in the middle of a growing pressure campaign to help protect their CEO, their owner. In fact, we now know in May of 15, Hunter and then Deputy Secretary of State Anthony Blinken, who's now the Secretary of State, were exchanging emails about setting up a meeting at the State Department After the first scheduled meeting, which appeared to have been canceled due to the death of Hunter's brother, Bo, the pair rescheduled and met again or met, you know, redid the meeting in July of 15. In fact, Hunter forwarded Archer, Devin Archer, right? The guy who's testifying now before Congress, a couple of email exchanges between Hunter Biden and Anthony Blinken about planning for the first meeting. This prompted Archer to respond, Roger, in one reply. The meeting time? 12 to 1.30 lunch with with Tony Blinken, State Department. Hunter's schedule reads, enter at main entrance, diplomatic entrance, 22nd and C Street Northwest. Proceed to receptionist area where Kenny Matthews will be waiting to escort you to Tony's office. Now, the longtime Biden family friend and business partner who is facing jail time in an unrelated case for his role in another $60 million bond fraud scheme worked as an advisor to John Kerry, just so you know, John Kerry now serves as Biden's special presidential envoy for climate change. In 2013, we also now know that Devin Archer exchanged emails with John Kerry's then-chief of staff at the State Department, David Wade, organizing a call between Kerry and then the foreign minister of Kazakhstan. Here's what it read. 
Devin, understand you spoke to the secretary. Are you having him call foreign minister today? Can you let me know topics that they want to talk about and, and, and any requests he'll have of the boss so we can get paper prepared for the call, Wade wrote. Archer told Wade that they wanted to speak with Kerry about keeping open a direct line of communication between the two of them as well as a brief uh, as well as brief him on a quote subject as it relates to Afghanistan this is when you say what the hell wade went on to advise hunter on rapid response related to burisma after leaving the state department in june of 2015 that's a fact we're getting this by the way all from their own emails Devin Archer, by the way, who co-founded Rosemont Seneca Partners with Hunter and, listen carefully, John Kerry's stepson, Christopher Hines, who was his Yale roommate in 2009, in a 2012 email chain that we now have. Then, Senator Kerry was serving as chair of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee. Devin Archer listed him as one of his top references for the Rosemont Seneca Technology Partners after one of the firm's partners told Devin Archer and Hunter they needed their bazooka references. I guess that means who will come in and fix any problems that you may have. An individual, by the way, with knowledge of the reference list told Fox News they were not aware of Kerry ever vouching for Rosemont Seneca Partners or its clients. The individual who requested anonymity went on to say that Hunter and Archer's roles was to help navigate Washington, but also said they would sever ties with Hunter after he was kicked out of the Navy reserve for cocaine in late 2014, and that Archer's position was cut the following year because he wasn't doing any work for Rosemont Seneca. The State Department and Archer's lawyers, guess what? did not respond for requests for comment about these new bombshell accusations. Which brings me to Representative Carl on John Kerry and his relationship in China and the amount of money he's making in China right now. Listen carefully to what he had to say, and this is about John Kerry, who was directly connected to Devin Archer and Hunter Biden and his stepson and all these business schemes. You, by the way, let's let's by the way let's let's remember here that it's China that is now restricting uh, rare earth minerals and other exports. They're the ones that are now going after us and saying that they're going to. I mean, they're, they they're threatening to now pull uh, elements that we need pr- to produce electric vehicles batteries, which, of course, is what President Biden says is going to save the world. Your, your response. So, so, so we, we've argued that with the Biden administration for the last two and a half, three years. We, we've got the resources here. You look at the Iron Range up in Minnesota. We've got all the resources we need that they're shutting down. When I say they're shutting down, the Biden administration has stopped mining. We have in Alabama, we have uh, uh, metallurgical coal that we need to get out for purposes of making iron products. They've shut it down. This administration has done everything it possibly can to shut down every natural resource we have in this country. And we're paying the price, and we're paying it through this, uh, what you see China doing right now. They'll start putting the squeeze to us. What did you make of John Kerry refusing to call Xi Jinping a dictator? President Biden called him a dictator. And then John Kerry's over there saying, please work with us on the climate. Please stop with the coal-powered plants, Mr. Mr. Xi. 
Well, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure John Kerry makes a tremendous amount of money off the China, Chinese government uh, with, with his business and his business background, his family's background. So he's probably being a little cautious there. Uh, I don't agree with it, but I, I guess I understand it. But uh, it, it is what it is. It, it's a it's a communist country, and there's a uh, dictator there, and as simple as that. You, you don't have to be a Harvard graduate to know that much. I mean, you you hear this, and it's like, okay, it's not just Joe Biden anymore. It's John Kerry, folks. It's John Kerry and his family who's also getting paid. Let that sink in. Please, take everything I just told you, share it with your family and friends. Take our podcast, share it wherever you can on social media. Because I promise you, what I just told you is not and will not be covered by the mainstream media. They are not going to do it. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.